Welcome to another song title challenge where the question is, Climbers, how would you write this one? In these episodes here, Climbers, listeners of this podcast, send in their song titles. Send them to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com. Put song title challenge or STC in the subject line so it gets into the right folder. If you don't, it won't. And then I spring them live to Brent and our guest on the show. And we try to spend the next 20 minutes or so cooking up five or six different conceptual angles to write that title. Sometimes the uh, the first angle you got is the low-hanging fruit. It's the most cliche. Sometimes it's the right one, but most of the time it takes a little bit more creative work to get that angle on that, and you can totally change the meaning of a song. So this is a fun, creative exercise. It's not a co-write in any way, shape, or form. Um, you can use all of what we say in the show. You can use none of what we say in the show, but we do demand a invite to the number one party right that's right um, also this is a great way to revive old and, and breathe some new energy into old titles in your hookbook you wrote it in there for some reason it, it struck you you put it in your hookbook and brent you've been doing this going back through what 10 years at hooks and i mean it, no like some cuts right it's like 1994 okay 30 hook. years of hooks wow. so which is crazy <laughs> like yeah like going on 28 years or something crazy and uh, digging through them and it's funny i, I text uh, aaron goodman in brooklyn blackmore because we had him on we did a, a video content challenge for missing the moon and i was going through my personal song title challenge and right around like 3020 or whatever it was you know i got to that point and there was missing the moon i never had taken it off the list i was like hey guys just ran across our you know it's a good thousand titles old Thanks for letting yeah. me dig that one out on y'all. Nice. So, uh, so, of course, that's out on Canadian radio right now. So, yeah, man, just because they're old doesn't mean, you know, they're not worthy. That's what Free I keep some, telling my wife. She's older <laughs> than her. Breathe <laughs> some life into it. So uh, introduce our guest today, man. We have straight up, like, country music royalty on, on the podcast. Yeah, this is fun. We first... Uh, Really got to hang with our guest at the Climb Conference out in Salt Lake City, Utah, a few years ago. So, uh, but this guest is a music executive and songwriter. He is currently the president of North American Operations for Amazing, which is the parent company for Amazing Radio, Amazing Songs, and now CMJ. Prior to that, he has held various positions throughout the industry, including director of A&R for Disney's Lyric Street Records, artist and partner relations for TuneCore, as well as executive roles of both ASCAP and BMI. Along with all that, early in his career, he had success as a songwriter with cuts by artists like Ray Charles and Reba McIntyre. That is ridiculous. Shelby Kennedy... <laughs> Welcome to the climb. Man, I love being with you guys. I love seeing you guys again. It was fun when we were out in Utah and to see what you were doing, you know, with the song title challenge and all that stuff. And you guys are a lot of fun. And I know you're a lot of wisdom for everybody you get to, to work with and talk with. So for your audience, I'm just going to tell your audience, you guys are blessed to have these guys available for you. Um, we're in that kind of world where, and it's it's hard to find people that are compassionate and actually intelligent about the craft and about the business. So, guys, hats off to you, audience. Congratulations, you're you're listening to the right people. 
I was gonna die you. now. Thank you, Shelby. That, that's <laughs> beautiful. I love you guys. I'm you glad this is being recorded, and you also just gave yourself yeah. away that you have not listened to at least the last 50 episodes. So, uh, <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> I, I think I'm at the. Uh, I think I'm at 1,000 and and the first title of yours, Brent. You, you know, you've, yeah. you've written so many. Um, <laughs> so I'm ready to hear the. Uh, whatever the next one is to add to the thousands. Um, yes, which uh, this is fun because, yeah, we don't uh, – I've actually written on a couple of these because afterwards the writers, the Senate end, were like, hey, you want to come in on this? And, and we had saw such potential in them that I was like, okay, yeah. Uh, but usually, you know, we, we do our damage and just give it away. And, you know, as we say on here, it's not a co-write in any way, shape, or form. Uh, whoever sent it in can use any of what we say or none of it. Uh, we've had people go on to win awards using none of it, and we've had <laughs> and we've had people, you know, get demos and get some attention on some songs using a lot of it. So, uh, you know, use use your discretion, I guess. But uh, anyway, let's get into it. Let, let's do it. So this is from a writer that we've had their title on this show before, uh, a different title, obviously, but Will Gunnell. Will, and the title is. Sawdust and stone. Ooh. Sawdust and stone. So I usually give a hot take on this. I just, I like this title. I think the title's cool. I do too. And I think also it seems to be wide open. I mean, it it doesn't seem to be restrictive. You know, some of the titles we have are just so specific that there's not a lot of wiggle room in there, but this is like, Lord knows where this is going to go today. Yeah, I like and, it. And it's one cool. thing, it is cool. Yeah. And one thing, Shelby, here is like we are completely open as far as genre. We don't care. It can, yeah. If you got a reggae idea, if you got a CCM idea for this, we're all about all the above. All right. Well, well cool. We I hear this is great. instrumental. No. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And we're done. And Thank we're done, Shelby. <laughs> 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 Why do we not use that joke more? That's so good. We're going to use that. I'm going to keep that in my pocket. Yeah. yeah. I thought about that before. Bring in and go, I got a title for an instrumental. Here's the title. It's cool. Go with it. it. It feels like it could be like an Irish instrumental or some sort of acoustic Americana-ish kind of thing. Almost a, yeah, anyway. Yeah, bluegrass. <laughs> bluegrass Americana. Yeah, instrumental. Yeah, there's nothing electric about sawdust and stone. So, no. yeah, it could be bluegrass for sure. Yeah, yeah which which might actually be an interesting uh, angle for it because there's nothing electric about it, about um, somebody who wants to get back to nature, who wants to do make things with their his hands or her hands. I want to feel sawdust and stone like in my hands. I'm, mm. I'm, reading, I'm reading through uh, Still Like an Artist by Austin Kleon. Uh, this fun little book about the creative process and his creative process. And he talks about, you know, getting offline, basically get analog and, and make some stuff with your hands. You know, di- so much of what we do is digital and you don't you don't feel your hands making anything. He's like, go out and cut up pieces of paper and whatever, you know, your kind of art is and like do some stuff by hand. So that kind of feeds into this too, going, I want to I want to put my hands on sawdust and stone. I want something real that I can hang on to. And then, and then there's the part where you think sawdust happens because somebody's working at that. And then once they get all the work done, oh my gosh, here's the stone. So it could be one of those, like, I feel like I'm getting a breakthrough, mm-hmm. right? A breakthrough right into the wall. I mean, <laughs> it, could, it could be. It's yeah. kind of one of those things where I'm doing everything I can, you know, and sawdust is evidence. The stone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, 
that's another story, right? So it could yeah. be how life deals, you know, uh, situations to people. Yeah. And, oh, I like and, that. And, and then, and then there's point. actually, and I can say this, Brent, I know you and your faith and my faith. Then there's that stone. Yeah. It did get rolled away. So it actually could go into a Christian element of this as well. You know, Jesus was a carpenter. There's the yes, sawdust. There's sawdust. Yeah. And then here's the stone. And that was a totally different work. But um, both of them were divine. Yeah. Because you have the, uh, yeah, Jesus was a carpenter. And then also the um, the cross was wooden and then the stone. And so... And God got very hands-on down here, you know, as Jesus. Um, yeah. And so that would be interesting, like what, you know, it'd be interesting to walk through the Gospels and go, okay, we're examples of sawdust, wooden, you know, the carpenter, the cross, and then also of stone. Yes, like you said, the stone that gets rolled away. And are there other examples of that that we could pull from and say, you know, where Christ right. interacted with sawdust and stone would be cool. Yeah. Um, oh, is there something in there from um, not not well read on the Bible? So forgive me, but uh, let he who is without sin cast the first stone. Oh, yeah. yeah. Something in there, you know, like. Um, oh, the course of the part, you know, is about don't judge me. <laughs> well, yeah. You know, you know what the Bible says about not forgiving people? <laughs> oh, what does it say? It's against it. <laughs> Well, you know, another thing, when you think of sawdust, it, it may have something to do with a stump. Uh -huh. You know, a stump is evidence of things that were torn down, too. Yeah. So, well, there could be something. Again, the, the, this title is kind of like a past and a future. It could be mm -hmm. looked at that way. And you, mm. you could almost write it that way, maybe, Brent. You know, when you think verses, you know, one yeah. has to do with the past. And there's a pile of rubble if you will sawdust it's kind of like I've, i was a buzz saw through all that mm -hmm. you know but i've i've matured into where i've got to deal with this stone you know yeah. the stone the stone and then if you want to it could be an engagement ring uh, yeah oh you know? hello it could be that yeah. it's like my life is a pile of rubble and then here's the the diamond you know yeah and yeah. oh that's awesome and my that's life really is good. That is good. And my life is a bunch of sawdust and stone, like things that don't last, blow away in the wind, and things that do last. Yeah, you know, my life like is a bunch of sawdust and stone, like all I have to show. And I think, too, there's a difference between sawdust and stone. You know, stone is obviously much more permanent, much more uh, weighty and substantial, and sawdust will blow away in the wind. is swept up. It's the, you know, the kind of the leftovers. Uh, so there might be something there, too, about... Yeah. Stuff that lasts versus stuff that doesn't. Well, how about towards towards a towards a relationship, right? I mean, like mm -hmm. you know, think about uh, like we were talking about Shelby's career here and the different things that he's gone through, right? I've mm -hmm. got those different you know different seasons of your life, or mm -hmm. you know, where sometimes we might get too focused on a career or too focused on work, and what's really important is that stone, you know, like mm -hmm. the stone on her hand, like you know, your relationship. Uh, your family, that's the stuff that's going to stick around and all that other stuff is going to blow through your life, whether it's good or it's bad. It's just going to blow through your life and it's a moment in time, but your family's, you know, forever.
Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Here, here's another angle a little bit. This is probably on the darker side. Um, think of sawdust and think of that pine box and that mm. tombstone. Oh, yeah. Ooh. And it could be. Oh, All this left when we're gone, yeah. sawdust. Is like sawdust the saw, is cool. if you sawdust is in like the wood from the casket that decom. Yep. The pine box. Yeah, that's oh. it. You know, so it could be. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, that could all go together too. It's like all this work I do, all this kind of kingdoms I'm trying to build here. Just at the end of the day, there's going to be left but sawdust. And but I want the stone, the thing that's going to last. And to Johnny's thought of that's that's family. That's the the ring on the finger. It's that's what stone. Because you know, I want if you want to build something to last, do it before there's nothing left but sawdust and stone. Talking about like the grave kind of thing. So it can kind of all work kind of together. Oh, oh that, yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Now you got given like within the same song, you could give it different meanings. Like that's hot. yeah. And that feels yeah, like oh, yeah. A, like a country thing, or almost like a Americana, almost like a or even like a oh Mumford and Sons, very acoustic. It feels very earthy just by the the nature of the title. It doesn't feel like something right. that's very electronic. Oh well, yeah, grab the woodsy instruments for sure. Exactly. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Yeah, or it's an instrumental. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> that. Can't go wrong. Can't go wrong with that. No. <clears throat> oh, you know what though? I like his title. I think his title is really interesting. That's cool. Yeah. How about this? Here's another angle. Um, so there's, you know, to, to back to you know getting your hands on stuff and doing, uh, you know, craftsmanship, right? Like how many houses are built out of wood and stone, right? So maybe it's sawdust mm -hmm. and stone, the house that you built stone by stone, mm -hmm. uh, board by board, mm -hmm. sort of describing what that means. Yeah. I, I think and that could be a metaphor too. <laughs> oh, for sure. Yeah. It, it makes me think of a workshop. It was just somebody's workshop, you know, with sawdust. The office that I'm in now was was like a workshop just beside our house that we're in now. And so there's 
sawdust all over the floors and stuff that, you know, swept out and, and to make my office now. But so I think of a, a workshop where there's stone, sometimes there's still stone tools and there's, um, I don't know, but I think about that. I think of a workshop and what is that? What is that a metaphor for? And the injuries are different. <laughs> Sawdust is cuts, and yeah. hopefully it's not you know the worst. And then stones, oh those those are the bruises, those are the bones, those are you know. Yeah. So they 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 both are um, you know working with both in in those areas. They're different injuries. They're different hurts. Different yeah. Things, you know that you'll find in sawdust and stone. You know. Yeah. Holy crap! This is a good one. We got to write this. Like this there's, is there's a, yeah. There's there's a lot there. It feels there's like a lot of meat on this bone here. Yeah, it feels like it has to be. It feels like it has to be very metaphorical. I think of loggers. You know, their lives are sawdust and stone. You know, if you um, try to dig out stumps and stuff, you know, avoid the rocks, get the get the roots out. If you're pulling up a tree and and getting rid of stumps and stuff, uh, what does that mean? I don't know. Um, but it's all labor. I mean, there, there's labor involved in all that. For yeah. sure. So, yeah. Kind of gets back to the original idea again. It's like I'm getting mm-hmm. through, I'm buzzing through all this. Mm-hmm. And just when you think, hey, I buzzed through it all, there's the stone. Yeah. I, I like the light at the end of the tunnel is a train. Um, mm-hmm. I, and I do like the idea coming back to the the person that wants to wants something real, is longing for something tangible they can hang on to. In this world, so much is kind of ethereal or electronic and it's not really real. It's like, man, I want to go, you know, I want to walk in the woods. I want to put my bare feet in the grass. I want to, I want to put my hands on sawdust and stone. I want to build something that lasts. I want to, you know, it feels like there could be that kind of longing that I think a lot of people could relate to of something real and tangible these days, I think could be a cool yeah, walk kind away of- from the iPhone. Exactly. Yeah. And and, phone, pick up some sawdust and and stone. And the the fantasy of that, right? Uh, No, you're right, Johnny, because in in the world of technology, you still got the roots and the core of what we all deal with. You know, Mm -hmm. it's it's that. I mean, we just spent 30 minutes trying to find a a tech platform that would get us all in the same room. (laughs) (laughs) So I definitely want to pick up a stick and a stone and go all kinds of uh, and throw thousand and one space computer. odyssey, those monkeys beating on the on a monolith. Man, we, we got some good looks at this thing already. Like that's really heavy. That that's some really good stuff. Well, that's a good title. And you, yeah. and I don't know, do you, when you do this, do you know what they're thinking about submitting that title or is it just a title? Yeah. It's a title, and we are just giving carte blanche to just go play. I wonder if it's like Grandpa built a house. He built Grandma's house and gave her that wedding ring, you know, like that kind of thing, too. You know, showing his love with sawdust and stone. And I still like the the wrapping these ideas into one song, and I'm kind of like that, Brand. It's like you build out the full menu, Mm -hmm. and then you see how many things on this menu get served in the same dinner. You know, oh yeah, because it, where the, that guy ends up after doing all that, it's it's the cemetery, you know. It's exactly. The and stuff. It's like all this stuff could go in there. Um, it seems like you know. Yeah, and I think that I, could I, be it makes cool. it like, I'm going to show my love here. I'm going to build you this house, and I'm going to you know show my love whatever with sawdust and stone, and the stone is the house, but also the ring and the yeah, yeah the stones the stones the foundation. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah. And then maybe she shows her love right back when when it's time for him to pass on with the mm-hmm. sawdust and the stone, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, this is like, you know, gives me a little bit of chills. And it, it happens in like the 1880s and she she gets the tuberculosis and then he's making her casket <laughs> and burying her in the backyard. Sawdust and stone. Because this is one of those kind of Americana songs. <laughs> yeah. Well, we yeah, buddy. Showing us the it. only way he knows. Sawdust and stone. We can get Tim McGraw to sing it on 1883. Because that's going oh. on. There we Hello. go. Placement. <laughs> <laughs> well, that just happened. <laughs> well, that's cool. Hey, well, um, man, we got some good looks at that. Shelby, let's talk about. Uh, man, talk about what you're doing now because it's super interesting for writers. Well, I do, especially for the guys that you know, girls you you guys are working with, and we're doing something called Amazing Songs. And I guess the quickest way to explain it is, it's almost like having a Dropbox. If you're the writer, that you can store your demos, work tapes, all that stuff. But the cool thing about this platform we've developed, it's private. It's storage for you, but we vet and let executives in the back end to look at what writers might want to be discoverable. So it's almost like having a refrigerator. And if I'm the executive, you let me look in your refrigerator and see if I want to eat something. If I'm waiting in the other room for you to bring me something from your refrigerator that I will like, I may not get to eat. I may Mm -hmm. not be in the mood to eat what you bring me. So this is, this is really letting the executives do their own looking, their own shopping, but only to the things you want to let them see. So that's amazing songs. And and um, it's the website is amazing-songs.com. It's a private site. It's not public, so everything retains its first use right. And that's good for the publishers we let in the back end to discover writers, mm-hmm. for the producers, A&R people to discover songs. It really, it's a business tool because here's the issue, guys. What are the odds that a songwriter lives in a music center that has a PRO, that has a publishing company, that has, you know, labels, A&R people? Even if they live in those markets, they're probably not getting those meetings. So how do they get discovered? How do you, Mm -hmm. you know, thank goodness you guys are there. Mm Mm-hmm. But they don't have a lot of resources for discovery. And I, I got to write an article recently that was actually called Referring to Success. Yeah. And I was telling them about when I was A&R person, I'm at the mercy of somebody referring the right thing to me. Yeah. And that's it's kind of a it's a scary feeling to think that my success is tied to somebody else's, you know, second guessing correctly. Yeah. You know, so if I could like, again, another, you know, analogy is if you could go to the shopping mall and try to buy clothes for me, first of all, you're not going to get the size, right? (laughs) And the style, yeah, look at me, I wear clothes from the Opie Taylor collection. But anyways, (laughs) when when you go do that, the odds of us, you know, you bringing me something I want to wear is going to be tough. But if you could bring the mall to me, I'll buy all kinds of stuff. Yeah. So that's that's what's got to happen. And so this tool is about that, because writers need a bridge from where they're at and the executives need enough of a shield to do it on their terms. This seems like the seems like the right approach to this. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, I've I've joined. I've, I've put some songs in there and basically the executives can private 
browse whatever I've made public. And I think there's there's tagging and stuff. I need to go yeah. add some more songs. There's tagging. So if they're looking for a specific type of thing, if you have your metadata, your tags, that it may pull up in their search. Even if they don't know you, they may discover your song that way. Uh, but I think it's also if if you make a, con- a connection and they want to hear more, they can just go hear more. Like, oh, I like what Brent's doing. What else you got in there? Oh, good. Here's his, here's his fridge. Let's go through his fridge. And, and they cannot do anything with the song until they contact the, the email address that is a contact. So it's causing business, which is what we've gotten away from. Everything's too automated, guys, in this mm-hmm. world sometimes. Mm-hmm. And the people part of the business, it's hard to find. And again, that's why you guys are, are priceless right now. But it's like there's not enough connections for people to do business. Yeah. So... Anyways, yeah, you're you're right, uh, Brent. It's like th- that's the, the it, it causes the executive to reach out and 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 maybe stay tuned to that writer they favored it in their world. Mm-hmm. You know, they can they can sit there and keep looking at Brent's next song that shows up in there. You know, and Brent, your stuff that's in there, it is cool. <laughs> by the way, <laughs> thank you. Well, you got some cool stuff in there. Thank uh, you. I need to add some more. Yeah. yeah. Please do. Shelby Kennedy, thank you so much for saying yes on this. Man, y'all, I tell you what, if you ever get the minute to sit down with the man, Shelby Kennedy, he's got some great stories. Oh, my gosh. Like, we had such a good time that weekend. Man, Uh, you guys were fun. But stories are also referred to as lies. Um, (laughs) I'm not telling those kind of stories, I hope. Uh, You you guys, y'all are fun. And y'all are a blast, but I'm serious. You guys are a blessing to everybody you're helping. Just thank you for what you're doing, because you know what? This is the industry in which we get to mold the environment we work in. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. guys are molding a good environment. Oh, thank you. Thank yeah. you so much, Shelby. Well, let's leave on a high note with that, guys. Hey, uh, this podcast exists because we want you to win. So keep on climbing. And we'll see you at the top. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.